بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي ذر رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ثلاثة لا يكلمهم الله يوم القيامة ولا ينظر إليهم ولا يزكيهم ولهم عذاب أليم قال فقرأها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ثلاث مرار قال أبو ذر خابوا وخسروا من هم يا رسول الله قال المسبل والمنان والمنفق سلعته بالحلف الكاذب رواه مسلم وفي رواية له المسبل إزاره الحديث we began the discussion yesterday as we mentioned person goes to a doctor and doctor gives us certain medical warnings we take this seriously whereas the intellect of the doctor is defective and the science upon which he is basing his warnings also are defective yet Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْوِي يُوحَىٰ Allah says that he does not speak of his own desires whatever Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling you is revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Abu Zaradiyallahu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said there are three things thalathatun in other words three types of actions the repercussions the severity of them in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the extent of their hurmat and prohibition is such la yukallimuhumullahu yawman qiyamah the one who will perpetrate or commit these actions and always we must remember such warnings are there in ahadith for those who will not make tawbah the door to repentance tawbah istighfar is always open and if a person makes tawbah turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance changes his life etc then there is no limit to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obviously all these azab warnings etc they fall away this means a person who is musir, who insists, who persists upon these type of wrongs and does not make tawbah. Allah will not speak to him on the day of judgment. Allah will not look at him. Allah will not purify him. And he will have to face a terrible punishment, a very, very painful punishment. We dealt or we discussed in detail what each of these warnings actually mean. In order to emphasize this, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam repeated this three times. Repeated the warnings, draws attention to the severity and also so that we can remember it and be very, very cautious and careful that we do not fall within the purview of what is cautioned about in this hadith. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was rahmatul alameen. He was a mercy to humanity and softness being affable being kind being considerate this was part of the nature of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this type of warning three times to say this this was not normal and sahaba kiram picked up on this immediately we can see this from the reaction of abu zar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu khabu wa khasiru khabu wa khasiru says ya rasulullah they are ruined they are totally and completely destroyed 
whoever will perpetrate these things. Manhum, who are they? What are the actions that will bring about such a severe repercussion on the Day of Judgment? Pertinent to the topic or the chapter which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought, this is the reason why this hadith is mentioned. The first of these three categories, Rasulullah said, Al-Musbil, the one who hangs his clothing beneath his ankles. Whether it's, as we mentioned, whether it's the izar, whether it's the qameez, if it hangs beneath the ankles, لا يكلمهم الله, Allah will not speak to him on the day of judgment. Allah will not look at him with mercy. Allah will not purify him. And he will have to face a terrible punishment. Now we find the same theme recurring so far in many, many ahadiths which we have already discussed. And there are a few more ahadiths. You can see Shariat has cautioned us very, very greatly in this regard. So those of us, mashallah, who are wearing kurta, particularly our sadhis in tabligh, etc., we should be very careful about this. What is the message that we portray? How we dress ourselves, present ourselves, particularly when there are so many cautions and warnings in this regard. Don't worry about norms of society or opinions of others. Proper sunnah is your clothing has to be above the ankles. Ma asfal al kaabain fin nar. Sallallahu said anything beneath the ankles will be in Jahannam. So obviously this pertains to males and masturat obviously and the prohibition does not apply to them. So men, we should be very very careful in this regard. The second, wal mannan. This comes from the root word in Arabic, man. In Urdu generally, this is translated what we call Ihsan Jatana. What is meant by Ihsan Jatana is you do a good deed or do something favorable for somebody, an act of charity, help him out financially or if he's facing some financial difficulty, you extend the helping hand. Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an tells us, مَنْ جَاءَ بِالْحَسَنَةَ فَلَهُ عَشْرُ أَمْثَالِهَا person who meets Allah on the Day of Judgment with a good deed, Allah will give him ten times the reward. This is the normal principle. Do one, Allah gives you ten. Such is the mercy of Allah. But one very important, interesting point, ulama Ikram mentioned about this verse of the Qur'an. They say it alludes towards a very important principle. Allah doesn't say, man amila bil hasana, person who does a good deed. Technically, it should have been that, man amila bil hasana. Person who commits or carries out a good deed, he will get ten times the reward. Allah doesn't say that. What does Allah say? Man jaa bil hasana. Person who comes before me on the day of judgment with a good deed, we will give him ten times the reward. What's the difference between doing the deed and coming before Allah with the deed? Like I said, this alludes to an important principle. One is the neki you do, the good deed that you do. After doing the good deed, do not do something that will nullify that good deed. If you do something that will nullify that good deed, then it wipes it away. Then obviously there will be no reward. Manja'a bil hasana. Protect your neki. Protect your good deeds. 
اللہ تعالیٰ تلزی قرآن یا ای الدین آمن او پیپل آف ایمان لا تب تلو صدقات کو دا ورڈ تب تلو کمس فرام باطل ندر ورڈ ڈو ناٹ نگیٹ ڈو ناٹ میک باطل ڈونٹ وائپ اوے یور ایکس آف چیریٹی ہاؤ ندر ورڈ یو ڈیڈ این ایکٹ آف چیریٹی یو ہیلپ سمبری یو ایکسٹینڈیڈ فائنینشیل اسسٹنس ٹو سمبری یٹ وٹ از اللہ کوشننگ یو لا تب تلو ڈونٹ میک اٹ باطل Don't destroy your charity. How? How does a person destroy his charity? Bilmanni wal adha. Ihsan jatana. By never letting the person forget the good deed that you did. Keep reminding him. This is a very, very bad habit many of us have. We help the person out and after helping him, keep reminding him about the help that we did. And what is even worse, the Quran mentions Bilmanni wal adha. The word adha means taklif, causing taklif, difficulty to a person. How you do, you help somebody out and thereafter you take favors from that person. Because you helped him out, you don't let him forget and then you want him to do things for you. This is adha, this is taklif. And what does Allah Ta'ala tell us? La tubtilu, this will make batil your acts of charity. You help someone, don't keep reminding him about it. Imam Zain al-Abideen, rahmatullah alayhi, it is said when, he would, when a poor, poor person would come for financial assistance, he would be profusely grateful to that person. Not only would he spend on the person, he would thank that person, that Allah Ta'ala has sent you as a porter to transport my goods to Jannah. So don't think, don't look down upon someone you are spending on. That man is facing financial difficulties. It doesn't make you superior, make him inferior. If you're helping someone out financially, do it for Allah's sake. Don't do it in such a way that you, you want that person to feel obligated to you. This is what is meant. That charity is what the right hand gives the light, left hand shouldn't know about. In other words, don't keep reminding the person. Don't take unnecessary favors from that person. Don't try and establish... your superiority over that individual. All this falls within the prohibition that is found in this hadith. Al-mannan, ihsan jatane wala. You did the neki, you did the good deed, you helped someone, you assisted someone. Don't destroy that. Don't destroy that by never letting that man forget the good that you did. By keep reminding him about it. This is such a severe thing. One is... You did the charity, you're supposed to get reward. Now, conversely, you will fall within the purview of what Rasulullah says, لا يكلمهم الله ولا ينظر إليهم يوم القيامة ولا يزكيهم ولهم عذاب أليم Allah will not look at you. Allah will not speak to you with kindness. Allah will not purify you. You will face a terrible punishment. المنان إحسان جتاني والا If you are doing or assisting any good doing any good for anybody, be very, very careful in this regard. This is a direct injunction of the Qur'an. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, la tubtilu sadaqatikum bilmanni wal adha. Allah says, do not negate or render batil or useless the sadaqah and charity which you are doing by ihsan jatana, by reminding the person of the good that you did and by extracting favors from them. The third prohibition that is found in this hadith. These are very, very practical 
advices Rasulullah sallallahu is giving us. And unfortunately, on the one hand, we find the severity of the warnings that are found. On the other hand, sad to say, these things are very, very common, what is mentioned in this hadith. These gunas, instead of being rare, where Abu Zar radiallahu is saying, khabu wa khasiru, they are destroyed, they are ruined, such people. Normally, such actions should be rare. Unfortunately, today it's not rare, it's absolutely common. How many people we see with the clothing hanging beneath the ankle? How many people we see have gotten into this habit, this mode of keep talking about the acts of charity, keep reminding people, to help somebody and never let him forget about it. This has become unfortunately very, very common. And the third, which you guys a little bit more detailed, but we'll just do the translation now. Al-munafiq silatahu bil-halifil.